Welcome to Finding My Fit. I'm Athena and I'm just a girl trying to find where the heck I fit into the big wide world. Finding My Fit empowers you to become your happiest and healthier self. Join me every week as we discuss all things health, wellness, mindset, manifestation and lots lots more so you can find your fit. Welcome to the podcast. So today I'm joined by Taylor Smith and she runs Studio Sisters, which is a company that she runs with her sister Katie. And this is a creative powerhouse that encompasses a top 1% ranked Etsy shop, a podcast and an online coaching program for other creative Etsy sellers. So today I'm going to talk to Taylor all about balancing work and life manifesting your dreams, starting up a really, really successful Etsy business and how you can go about being an entrepreneur and overcoming the challenges of being an entrepreneur in 2021 slash 2022. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you do, please leave me a five-star review over on Apple and let's just get on into it. So Taylor, if you could please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and Studio Sisters. Yeah. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. So my name is Taylor Smith. I'm one half of Studio Sisters, and this is a company I co-own with my sister, Katie. I run the business side of things, and she runs the creative designer side of our business. Uh, Together, we produce vinyl stickers and sell them on Etsy. Um, Some of our stickers are for like your water bottles or laptops. We have journaling stickers. Uh, We have these really cool like rainbow sun catcher stickers. So this is the product that we produce and sell on Etsy. And we started our shop in March of 2020. And we, um, by the end of our first year, we're ranked in the top 1% of 4 million Etsy sellers worldwide. So that's really exciting. And so we thought, well, we've done really, really well with Etsy. We know that there are obviously a lot of other people on Etsy, um, but they're not quite sure, like, what are all the pieces to the puzzle of Etsy and how do they have this kind of success, the same that we have and everything that we've learned along the way as we moved into our business full time. So we also now teach other Etsy sellers how to do what we did. We have a signature course, it's called Dream Create Sell. And in this course, we show other Etsy sellers how to grow their business on Etsy and Instagram. But I will say um, it was not always like this. It was not instant success on Etsy for us. And um, I will share a little bit of my background. I am a former teacher, I taught Um, in public education for eight years, underpaid as most teachers are. And I worked way too many hours just to make ends meet. I was on such a limited budget. I remember like budgeting out that I could actually go out to coffee only once a week. That's what I could afford as a teacher working full-time. I also had just a handful of days off, paid days throughout the year. It was ridiculous. I couldn't travel. I couldn't do any of the things that I wanted to do. And then during the pandemic, um, I became very worried I was going to lose my job. Uh, There were other people getting laid off where I worked. And so that's when we started our Etsy shop. And it was kind of the, the time. And I think many people who 
you know, in the pandemic, we're in this similar situation. Um, and many teachers, especially, but they're kind of in this point of realizing like, this has to change. I'm, I'm not okay with this anymore. So I'm going to do what it takes to, you know, change my life. Firstly, congratulations on having such a successful Etsy shop. I think since the pandemic, a lot more people are looking at different, you know, little businesses they can start. And I think a lot of people have turned to Etsy because that is the sort of main place where small businesses are thriving, I think. So do you think you would have started your Etsy shop if it hadn't have been for the pandemic? Or was it something that was in your mind before then and it just took the pandemic to sort of push you and take the leap? What a great question. So I think that Etsy was my first choice, was our first choice when we decided we were going to start this business during the pandemic. It was an obvious choice because Etsy has the built-in audience that's already there. But I had previously had another Etsy shop before, and so did my sister in her own um, business. She's a freelance artist. So I was already a little bit familiar with Etsy, although um, my previous shop was pretty small. It wasn't something I spent very much time on. To be honest, I didn't treat it like a full-time business um, because I was focused on teaching being my career. But yes, I think the pandemic enhanced this um, idea that people have of both shoppers and sellers. When you want to buy something from a small business, something higher quality, something that is unique, you go to Etsy. And I think that's the case pretty much all over the world now. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. What do you think is the main reason that you skyrocketed to success on Etsy? Did you use any particular like marketing strategy or do you just think that people really believed in your product? I would like to say we are not special. (laughs) Um, Like our product is like very high quality. It's great, but we are not special. Um, There are probably a hundred other Etsy sellers at least selling something very similar to our own product. So let me say that. The secret to success on Etsy, you do need to have a great product, but it doesn't have to be the most amazing thing that has ever been created in the entire world. That's not your goal. And if that is your goal, you're going to spend too much time focusing on that. Done is better than perfect. And that is absolutely the thing you need to be thinking with any small business. Done is better than perfect. But why the reasons like why we were able to skyrocket so quickly and grow our business on Etsy so quickly is because we learned, I would say, two really important things. One of those is your business is about what your customer wants, not entirely what you as a creative or you as an entrepreneur want to sell. So you need to create your product in the way that your customer wants it in a way that's going to solve an emotional problem of theirs. And that's how we designed and, and produce our product is there. Most of our stickers, for example, are three inches. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know what that is in uh, the metric system, but that particular size is perfect for putting on a water bottle. And we know that that's the size. That's the thing that most of our customers do with our product is they put it on a water bottle or a flask or something. So we make the stickers that size to suit that customer's emotional need of wanting to personalize their belongings. 
um, if you sold t-shirts, then you might need to specifically buy a particular brand of wholesale blank t-shirts. Like um, in the United States, a popular wholesale brand is called Comfort Colors, and those are the popular products. So it's not necessarily about what you design and you put on the t-shirt as much as it is what does the customer want and how are you solving a problem for them? So have a customer centered business. And then the second reason I think that we're able to grow on Etsy so quickly is we understand how the platform works. And a lot of sellers don't take that step. And this is the same concept, whether you're selling on Etsy or Instagram or your own website or Facebook or anywhere online, anywhere in e-commerce. You need to understand everything you possibly can about the platform. And that was, I'm a teacher. So I did what I do as a teacher. And that was, I I basically lesson planned for myself as a business owner, right? I, I researched and I researched everything I possibly needed to know about how to optimize Etsy. What, what does Etsy care about when they're showing one shop in the, ranking of the search results and the listings and they're showing customers recommendations what do they care about in how they pick shops to feature and how your listings get shown over someone else's so i did a deep dive into that all of last year and found that um you know good product photography is important um and then also learning search engine optimization learning keywords so really focusing on your customers and then also becoming an expert on the platform you sell on, I think is how I would answer that question, how we were able to grow so quickly is it is about our product and it is about our small business, but it's really about knowing how we're selling. Yeah, I love that. So focusing on how you can help your customer instead of just sort of saying, please buy my product. And I really love the lesson plan analogy. So it's all about researching and sort of not just, I guess, not just diving straight into it and instead taking a step back and planning things a little bit more. I think on Etsy, especially because it is so easy to set up a shop, a lot of people probably do just dive straight into it without really having any kind of strategy. So what resources did you use when you were researching prior to opening up your Etsy shop? Did you look online? Did you buy books? Did you watch YouTube videos? Like what kind of things did you um, use as resources? That is such a great question. And I think, yes, that's what a lot of people do is they, they kind of just, it's easy to start a shop. So they start one, they list a couple of products and they just kind of say, oh, here, buy my things. (laughs) But they don't think about who they're selling to or um, how they can help that person more than another seller can help that person. Uh, So yes, understanding that is critical. So we, we did watch a lot of YouTube. I like to listen to um, podcasts. There is an Etsy podcast that is produced specifically by um, the um, company itself and their um, market analysts, their own company researchers at, of Etsy themselves. It's called the Etsy Success Podcast. This is really, really awesome. I went through a lot of 
forums and online um, like Facebook groups and things like that. And basically I just, if anyone is a, a teacher or you've gone to college or you've ever taken a class and had to write a research paper, this is basically what I did with Etsy. I accessed everything I could possibly Google and kind of wrote it all down and kind of compared, okay, this thing, um, some people say this works, some people say this works, and we tested and we implemented things. Uh, we eliminated some common things, I think, that most Etsy sellers do that are actually really harmful for your shop. And um, just try to keep in mind, how do I make my business sustainable for the long term? What's the long term plan? Not let me see if I can sell a product this week, but what, what could I do with this business if I build it correctly for the next let's say five years, you know, what is it going to look like in five years? But podcasts are very helpful. YouTube is very helpful. Facebook groups are sometimes full of bad advice. So I always tell people to kind of be careful with those. Yeah. So many great resources. I love that. So do you think that because there are more and more small businesses popping up literally every single day, it seems. And with the competition being so high now, do you think it's too late to start an Etsy business in late 2021 slash early 2022? Or do you still think that if someone literally started today or tomorrow, that they could skyrocket to success in the same way that you have? I absolutely think it's possible. Okay, so pre-pandemic in 2019, Etsy had around 2 million sellers and around 40 million shoppers. Now, as of, I think, second quarter, so June um, of 2021, Etsy has 4 million sellers. So they've doubled the number of sellers on the platform since pre-pandemic times. But the number of shoppers is now more than 90 million. And 60% of those are repeat customers. They've come back to Etsy more than once. So yes, the number of sellers, the number of people starting small businesses has doubled. It's going to grow even more. But so has the number of people who have discovered Etsy as a place to buy and shop from small businesses. So I think that it's entirely still possible if you're willing to put in the work. And I will say one more um, thing that I absolutely love, and that's that Etsy is the fastest growing e-commerce platform in the world today. It's growing at a rate faster than Amazon, faster than eBay, faster than anything else. So if you are a small business right now and you want to start and no one knows who you are and you have zero audience, Etsy is definitely the place where you want to get started. You may change, you may expand into other platforms or move on to your own website. But if no one knows you exist and you want to start a business today, I would highly recommend that you start on Etsy because that 90 million, like 90 million shoppers there primed, already warmed up and ready to buy is something that you can't access anywhere else online those numbers are actually crazy like four million sellers I didn't realize it was that many people who were selling on Etsy and 90 million sellers that those numbers are just crazy and I think that really highlights how like how much leverage using Etsy actually has and I mean you know you've got first-hand experience of how amazing Etsy can be it's literally completely changed your life and enabled you to change into a completely new career 
do you have like a top tip for someone who wants to start their Etsy business? I know you've mentioned, you know, quite a few different really helpful things throughout the podcast, but if you could narrow it down to one top tip for somebody who is like, right, I'm ready. I want to start. My Etsy shop is going to be open as of tomorrow. What tip would you give them? You know, that is really hard to pick just one, (laughs) but (laughs) I realize it's Um, so, so difficult. (laughs) Yes, um, it is very hard to pick one. Okay, but I would say the number one that I would tell people, this is advice for any platform, but it's especially true on Etsy. Pick a niche, pick a specialty with a target audience in mind and focus in on that so narrowly that you almost, you're becoming an expert in this one thing. And I I love your Etsy shop for finding my fit because you have a very great niche. It's very clear what you sell, um, that you have planner pages, that you are selling um, tools for manifestation and self-care. And this is a great example of a niche. Um, Our niche is stickers. We sell only stickers for the most part, although we test other products from time to time in our shop. Um, We have a student in our course. They're... It's a mom and daughter and they have a, uh, they make pins that you would pin to your shirt, like buttons um, for parties. And they do just like custom party buttons, um, things for like 21st birthday or bachelor, bachelorette or 50th wedding anniversary party pins. And this is all they do is they serve their niche. They serve the customers of people who want something special for their celebration. So my best piece of advice is the way that you stand out and the way that you start making sales right away on Etsy is that you don't confuse the customers by making them think, I'm not really sure what you sell. You sell some baby stuff and you sell some uh, home stuff and you sell some jewelry. I'm not really sure what you're selling. So don't confuse your customers, pick one thing to focus on and and focus in so well on that, that like everyone learns to know, oh, you're the girl that sells that. And that's how you start skyrocketing is you become known for that thing. 100%. Literally every person that I've spoken to that's been say a marketer or someone who's in business they always always say to niche they always say pick something that's quite specific and just work from there but I think a lot of people really struggle with picking a niche because say if you have loads and loads of interests you might not be able to pick just one of them that you want to focus on for your business or alternatively you might worry about limiting your customer base because you are so niche so what advice or I guess what would you say to somebody who is really worrying about niching down that's a great question because I do hear that from Etsy sellers a lot they either say I like to make a lot of different things so if that if you're on that side right you're multi-passionate you make a lot of different things many creative people are like this This is very normal So what Katie and I, um, and my sister's more of our creative person in our business, she likes to say is, you don't have to sell everything you create. Sell the thing in your niche and make the other things just because you love them. But that doesn't mean everything you make has to end up in your Etsy shop. 
And on the other side, for people who are worried about being specific or too specific, right, of having a niche that's too small, there aren't enough customers in there. I think that that worry is a little bit overinflated because again, 90 million sellers, or I'm sorry, 90 million shoppers on Etsy. It's hard to say that really any niche on Etsy wouldn't have enough customers. Um, however, you're trying to find that balance, right? Um, whether it's too many product or too many ideas or not enough ideas, you're not sure if it's the right niche. Think about who you would picture yourself selling to. Can you identify a person who would want that niche? If you have a target customer, your niche is more than likely going to be great. But if you can't think of exactly the person you're selling to, or you can't research this and you can't answer that question, who is my target customer? Your niche might not be right. It might be too big or too small. I do think it's possible to sell more than one thing for multi-passionate creators. Um, but once again, do you have that target customer? For example, maybe your target customer is um, a young female shopper on Etsy in her 20s and 30s, and she really likes bohemian desert inspired things. Okay, so if that is your target customer, you could serve her in multiple ways. You could sell headbands, you could sell t-shirts, you could sell um, bangles and bracelets. So those are all multiple things that we might think of as being separate niches, but actually your niche is the style you're selling, the desert boho style. And so it's possible to put multiple kinds of products in that niche, as long as they make sense to the target customer that you're selling to. Notice I didn't say if it makes sense to you, it needs to make sense to your customer. Yes, I love that. I think that is the sort of core to any business, whether you're on Etsy or not, is identifying who you are trying to sell to. And once you've got that picture in mind, I think it does become a lot easier to choose a niche because you know exactly who you're trying to reach. And I wanted to ask as a sort of final question, have you used social media to promote your shop at all? Do you have like an Instagram page or if so, do you think that has contributed to the growth you've seen on Etsy? Okay, so we do have social media um, for our business. Um, and recently, uh, just in the past couple of weeks, we've actually launched uh, Facebook and Instagram shopping for our products. So now we are branching out into selling on social media and we're kind of experimenting with this process and we're seeing a lot of growth from it. it we're actually selling much quicker on social media than I expected. But we sold more than $80,000 worth of product on Etsy before we started an Instagram account or a Facebook page or a website or anything at all. So it's totally possible to sell without your social media, but it can only help you to have it. A lot of people think that you can't have a successful small business without going viral on social media. I don't think that's true. I think you can successfully operate without it but it should, you should have it because it does benefit you. So we do have um, an Instagram. We do have a Facebook. We've recently branched out into selling on those platforms and we're actually doing pretty well with it. We're still experimenting with that, um, with selling on those platforms. But overall, it's going well. 
I do think it's helpful to your business, but it's not a prerequisite for being successful. Yeah, I love that you've said that because I think so many businesses nowadays focus a lot on social media and sort of forget about everything else. And I know social media can be an incredible tool to promote your business, but you were selling loads and loads before you were on social media. So yeah, I think it's sort of finding a balance between the different marketing tools um, and working from there really. So that is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on today. You're, you're like, you're absolutely smashing it. Like I can't believe how successful you've been and all of this has stemmed from you know the pandemic and the worries around that and I just think it's crazy how you've managed to build such a successful Etsy business you shared some amazing knowledge and it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today Oh, thank you so much for having me on it. I really enjoyed it. I hope that if anyone is listening to this and they think, um, well, I could really use help with my business or I'm inspired to start, um, I'm always happy to answer questions. Uh, So please, if you're interested, reach out on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you. But um, if you are a business owner and you are listening to this, don't give up. It's totally possible. Whatever your your dream is or your dream business, it is absolutely possible for you. So thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. It was really a pleasure. Oh, what a lovely message to end on. Thank you so much. I'm going to link your Etsy shop in the show notes of the podcast so people can go and check out your shop and shop your products. Awesome. Thank you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. As I said at the start, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple. If you are enjoying the podcast, connect with me over on Instagram at Finding My Fit Podcast and I will see you in the next episode.